From the MCM Entertainment Center in suburban Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, this is MCM The Podcast. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to MCM The Podcast, Episode 7, specifically Die Hard. Bill McMenamin from MCM Entertainment here. We specialize in hosting in-person trivia events for the U.S. Mid-Atlantic region for fundraisers, socials, corporate team building, school assemblies, and weekly bar and pub events, as well as online trivia events for the rest of the United States. I'm joined by my distinguished podcast team, my daughters, Aaron and Sarah, my niece, Colleen, and John Grossman. Say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello. All right, let's get right to it. First of all, happy holidays and Merry Christmas to all. Yes. This came out of our episode six, All Things Holidays. And as I mentioned, for this podcast, it's specifically Die Hard. What a movie. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoy that movie, and it's a classic regardless of how you feel about it during the holidays. Correct. I think the funniest the funniest part about my situation with Die Hard is I've never seen the first one, but I've seen the second one like probably three or four times at this point. And then when people are always like, oh, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, I only have the second one to reference, which also kind of uh, happens at Christmas yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, okay, I can like see how people would say it's not because it's like just at the winter, but like I've never actually seen the one that's like very adamantly, this is a Christmas movie. All right. Well, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We will talk about it. So all trivia questions for this podcast are related to the movie Die Hard. We have two rounds of five questions each. Let's go to round number one, specifically Die Hard. Specifically, Die Hard round number one. Question number one. In Die Hard, what is the maiden name of John McClane's wife? Question number two. Nakatomi Plaza is in real life the corporate headquarters of what movie studio? The same studio who made Die Hard. Question number three. What song plays over the closing credits of Die Hard, the 1988 original? Number four, what is the name of the limousine driver in the film Die Hard? Question number five, how does the sweatshirt message read that McLean leaves for the terrorists? Those are your questions. Round number one, specifically Die Hard. Here are your answers to round number one, specifically Die Hard. Question number one, in Die Hard, what is the maiden name of John McClane's wife? Gennaro. Gennaro. Holly Gennaro. McClane. Even her name is Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Right. So are you stealing my thunder? That's one of my, that's one of the... <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Oh my God. Question number two, Nakatomi Plaza is a real life corporate headquarters of what movie studio? The same studio that made Die Hard... I was going to say 20th Century Fox. 20th Century Fox is correct. Yeah. Um, fun fact, real quick. The building that 
it was an, it was an old building. Like they have they moved or something, so they were allowed to blow up the building for the movie, which I thought was interesting. Awesome. So, yeah. Question number three: What song plays over the closing credits of Die Hard, nineteen eighty eight original? That would be "Let It Snow." Let it snow. Three for three, folks. This is Aaron speaking. Question. I have zero if anyone's keeping track at home. Question number four. What is the name of the limousine driver in the film Die Hard? That would be Argyle. James. Argyle is the correct. <laughs> and question number five. How does the sweatshirt message read that McLean leaves for the terrorists? That would be now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Classic. Just love it. Absolutely love it. You were saying uh, earlier or maybe John was saying, one of you were said to me that there's a Netflix I was. show. I could I do a quick plug because it's you very interesting. You can do a quick, quick plug. So there's this Netflix show called The Movies That Made Us. Yep. And I highly recommend, even if you've never seen the movie, it's so interesting to see how the movie might have never happened, how a certain right. actor or actress was in it, and then they had a refilm because they weren't in it anymore. And... um that one specifically, the Die Hard one, is really interesting. Um, so yeah, I think it's a great movie. There's tons of other ones, the move that made us, you know, a bunch of Christmas ones, and I believe the Die Hard one is in the Christmas category. But they have like Home Alone and Elf and things like that, um, which is kind of cool. So, so here's uh, here's some cold hard facts about Die Hard. This is in an article. A Mental Floss article by Jennifer Wood. Uh, it's a very interesting read, but I'm going to highlight some of them for you because uh, I just think it's interesting. Die Hard was inspired by the Towering Inferno. I don't know if you guys remember it. John, you remember the Towering Inferno, of course. Yeah. Great movie. Um, Frank Sinatra got first dibs on playing the role of John McClane. That I knew. That was one of the facts from the... The TV series. Because um, he starred in the big screen adaptation of The Detective, uh-huh. Frank Sinatra had to be offered the role in its sequel. At the age of 73, he smartly turned it down. John, you're a big Sinatra fan. Did you know that? I did. There you go. Uh, another great thing. Bruce Willis was hardly the studio's first choice for the lead in Die Hard. He wasn't even their third choice. Yeah, because especially he only really did like comedies and dramas, right? He never did an action film before, so he wasn't really on their radar. So here's some of the names. Rumor has it that Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm, I knew that. Harrison Ford, Robert De Niro, Charles Bronson, Nick Nolte, Mel Gibson, Richard Gere, Don Johnson, Burt Reynolds, and Richard Dean Anderson, better known as MacGyver. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. He list. wasn't even like top three. Absolutely <laughs> crazy. Can, can we- can I interject and, 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 and offer a conversation my wife and I had? If you were to recast this movie today, who would you portray as different characters? Well, the one that immediately comes to mind is The Rock. I was literally going to say the same thing. I feel like <laughs> he's he, in, a, he's in yeah. any of these things. For McLean, McLean for sure. sure. McLean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I completely agree. How about Gruber? This is the. When I had this conversation with my wife, I dropped a name on her and she said, I can't think about anybody else. That's perfect. So I think part of my struggle is I think Alan Rickman as Gruber is so iconic. That's what she said until I dropped a name on her. All right. Go ahead. Drop the name. Drop the name. Benedict Cumberbatch. Wow. Jeez, John. Yep. That's a good one. 
That's a great one. He'd be fantastic. Fantastic. And this, she kept saying, you can't. He's so good. The voice, blah, blah, blah. And I said, what about this guy? Yeah. And she just did what you both did. Yeah. 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 He, I thought he was great. I, I love all the Star Trek movies and even the new ones. But yeah. I thought he was great as Khan. Um, yeah, he was phenomenal. I just thought it was fantastic. Um, Bruce Willis was paid $5 million for Die Hard, which was considered a pretty major payday at the time. Sam Neill was originally approached to play the role of Hans Gruber. Sam Neill's great. But I'll tell you, Alan Rickman, and interestingly enough, Die Hard was Alan Rickman's feature film debut. Yeah, he was on Broadway, like in... London, I guess. John, have you seen? Have you seen? This is completely off topic, but it's Alan Rick, Alan Rickman. Have you seen Galaxy Quest? Oh, love it! <laughs> Alan Rickman in Galaxy Quest is just—he makes the movie. He does. It's stunning how great it is. I've seen documentaries about Galaxy Quest. That's how much I love the movie. Really, that's great. Oh, there's, I got to find there's, this. There's a whole culture to it. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's amazing. John John uh, McTiernan, uh, who guess wrote it, sees Die Hard as a Shakespearean tale. In the original script, the action in Die Hard takes place over a three-day span, inspired by Shakespeare, A Midsummer Night's Dream. Hmm. Uh, insisted that it be condensed into a single evening. A couple other ones here for you. John McClane's tumble down a ventilation shaft in Die Hard was an accident. It was a uh, stuntman was supposed to grab onto the first vent, but he missed by a lot, which made the footage even more exciting to watch. So they kept it in. Alan Rickman's death scene in Die Hard was also pretty scary. In order to make it look like he was falling from a building, he was supposed to drop 20 feet onto an airbag. But in order to get a genuinely terrified reaction, they dropped him on the count of two, not three, as was planned. <laughs> that shot. I know his face does look like he's scared. Oh my gosh, it's absolutely the best. Uh, two more for you. The famous Yippie Kaye stole the movie. It was a simple line, Yippie Kaye, you know the rest, but it became the film's defining moment and the unofficial catchphrase that's been used in all four Die Hard sequels. And the credit for Yippie Kaye belongs to Bruce Willis. Oh. It was really just a joke, it was a throwaway. I was trying to crack up the crew, and I never thought it was going to be allowed to stay in the film. Well, I'm glad it did. It's a classic. Let's go to round number two, specifically Die Hard. Question number one. In the Die Hard series of films, Hans Gruber and his brother Simon both meet their end at the hands of John McClane. Which famous actor played Simon Gruber? Number two. The office interiors were supposed to resemble Falling Water, a famous house design by what architects? Question number three. What snack food is the weakness of LAPD Sergeant Al Powell in Die Hard? Question number four, including whistling and humming versions, how many Christmas songs are in Die Hard? 
And question number five, when asked how he's doing while repairing his bleeding feet, John McClane responds with, what often W.C. Fields credited fictional epitaph? Those are your questions. Round number two, specifically Die Hard. Here we your answers to round number two, specifically Die Hard. Question number one. In the Die Hard series of films, Hans Gruber and his brother Simon both meet their end at the hands of John McClane. Which famous actor played Simon Gruber? Jeremy Irons. Question number two. The office interiors were supposed to resemble falling water. A famous house designed by what architect? Frank Lloyd Wright. Question number three. What snack food is the weakness of LAPD Sergeant Al Powell in Die Hard? I don't know, but I remember he makes a comment. Oh, my wife's Mm -hmm. expecting. So it's um, something with cheese, right? No. Oh. (laughs) I thought he said that he had like cheese all over him when he crashes the car. Twinkies. Oh. Really? Twinkies. Hmm. Okay. Question number four. Including whistling and humming versions, how many Christmas songs are in Die Hard? There are six. Question number five. When asked how he's doing while repairing his bleeding feet, John McClane responds with, what often W.C. Fields credited fictional epitaph, all things being equal, I'd rather be in Philadelphia. Yeah. I remember I chuckled at that. All right, it's time for the great MCM debate. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? So let me start off by saying this is a big debate in our household. There's the right side. And, and the, the wrong, wrong side. side. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the right side that says it is absolutely a Christmas movie. My wife thinks it's rather ridiculous. Right? Yeah. I would put on a diehard Christmas topper if I could. Yeah. Do those exist? Can you find you have room one? For no. a fourth tree. You what? You have room for a fourth tree. Yeah. I was even looking for a Christmas skirt mm-hmm. that had diehard on it. For the but tree. For the tree. Himself. now number one it takes place during a holiday christmas party right so that's so so there's a lot i know there's a lot of shenanigans going on but it's a holiday christmas party go ahead john he flies to la for christmas correct that's how it starts right the whole protagonist of the movie is going to la for christmas it starts right there so he's not even part of this company that's having a Christmas party? Oh, my no. God. So, so, <laughs> no. So here's the deal. His wife works his at this wife, company. He's married. They're separated. She goes out to uh, LA to LA for a job. a job. And he lives LA. in New York. He's, he's a, a New cop York in cop. New York. Gotcha. He flies out because his kids are with her. So he flies out. They meet at her office. She's still working, but there's the holiday Christmas party going on. And then the terrorists come during the holiday Christmas party and when he's, he's there freshening up. Com- right. They're all hanging the out flight. Yeah. And he's like freshening up and then he hears gunshots and then he kind of escapes and tries to figure out a way to save everyone mm-hmm. and does obviously cause he's a hero. Barefoot. But- no less. Yeah. Barefoot. Alert. So th- these are some great 
and I would say the same thing, but Terry Tarone's, uh for the Gazette.com put these together, which is great. Uh, it has Christmas music, as we said. Argument okay. one, yeah. John's wife, Sarah, as you said, has a Christmassy name, Holly. Mm-hmm. There are presents involved. John's L.A. cop buddy, Al, buys snack cakes for his pregnant wife at the convenience store. Harry Ellis gives Holly a Rolex watch as a company present. And the FBI gifts Hans Gruber with access to the Nakatomi vault after shutting off a local power grid. Yeah, and don't forget the big teddy bear he's carrying around on the plane right. in the beginning. And even John's gun in the end is gift-wrapped right? in the final showdown. <laughs> so good. That part's so good. Here we go. Santa Claus sort of makes an appearance. You might right. remember the first person John takes out is Tony as they stumble down a flight of stairs during a fight early in the film. John sends Tony's body down to Hans in an elevator wearing a Santa suit and the message, now I have a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. On his shirt, John McLean has holiday spirit no matter the situation. Yeah. It snows at the end. Uh-huh. I the know. last time it snowed in Los Angeles was 1962. <laughs> what a better way to end a Christmas movie than a little bit of snowfall. The stats don't lie. According to a press release last year, this was, uh, I don't know what year this was. 1.3 million Americans watched Die Hard on Christmas Eve in 2016. That beat out the traditional holiday favorites, Home Alone. Miracle on 34th Street and the Santa Claus. Yippee Kaye, it's official. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. You know what's kind of funny, though? So, two years ago, three years ago, you and I were at a Phillies game and he threw out the first pitch mm-hmm. and it was like a Christmas in July. Right. And they panned him and said, What do you think? Do you think it's a Christmas movie? And he goes, No. <laughs> No, and in his roast, and everyone booed because they disagree with him. In his roast recently, he said it's not a Die Hard movie; it's a Bruce Willis. It's not a Christmas movie; it's a A Bruce Bruce Willis Willis movie. movie. Oh my god! I mean, yes, but agreed, disagree. Director said it's John. Anything else to add? No, uh, other than you convinced me a long time ago, and. I look for things, media, online, writing these questions to fuel your argument to support you. I'm Team Bill, Team McManaman when it comes to <laughs> Die Hard being a Christmas. There you go. The Godfather has spoken. Yeah, well, yeah. Team McManaman is divided, so. I know. That, this, this You're going to have um, to work on my mom. She's yeah. very, very adamant that it's not a Christmas movie. What? Really, you have to break down, and, and Sarah and Aaron, you can, and Bill, you can answer. What is her definition of a, this? Is why I try to get my wife on board. She's in the team of your mother. What is the definition of a Christmas movie? Right, because you can argue there's romance, there's action, there's comedy, there's Christmas songs. There are some Christmas movies that don't have as many Christmas songs in it as Die Hard does. So. How is it not a Christmas right. movie? I completely Boom. agree. That is Boom. my argument. Drop the mic. <laughs> this concludes MCM, the podcast, episode number seven, specifically Die Hard. Again, we'd love to hear from your feedback on our podcast. If you enjoy your experience, consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It will let us know we're on the right track, and it helps with the logarithms and brings everything to the top of the pile. And again, for additional feedback opportunity, uh, you can go to our 
website, mcment.net. You can go on the phone, 484-999-0180, via Twitter at MCM the Podcast, or our new Facebook page, MCM the Podcast. And in return, we'll give you a shout out on an upcoming podcast. If you're in the U.S. Mid-Atlantic region and you are interested in a live trivia event for a fundraiser, social, corporate team building, or a weekly bar and pub event, let us know. And for the rest of the United States, if you're interested in our virtual trivia event offerings, let us know that as well. In either case, you can check out our website, mcment.net. This is Bill McVenom signing off for the entire crew here at the MCM Entertainment Center. We hope we've made your day a little bit lighter and a little bit brighter. And thanks for bringing us into your world. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll see you in the new year. Say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.